everyone, and welcome to episode 10 of Verbal Processing Unit, the show where I process whatever's in my head verbally. My name is Jeremy Coggins, and I'm a youth pastor who also likes to dabble in tech, games, music, and really anything else that piques my interest. Welcome back, everyone. I'm glad uh, you came back to listen to me process what's going on in my head this week. Um, it's kind of been a really interesting week. I've done something rather new. I have uh, submitted an essay for publishing in for that's going to be in a book. Um, I was I received an email a couple weeks ago um, about a company that is writing a book on Oshkosh, and they wanted me to uh, write an essay about Sunnyview for their book. And so I talked with the pastor and talked with the servant board, and they were all okay with it. So I, I wrote it up, um, got it approved by everyone, and then sent it in for publishing. So I did that did that yesterday. I'm kind of excited. So um, we'll see if they like it and see if they keep it, and um and I'll let you guys know uh, when and if that ever comes and gets into the book. So I'm quite excited about it. I've kind of always wanted to get published somewhere, and I think this is kind of a a, a cool way to kind of get in on that. Um, also, my wife is gone this weekend, so <laughs> I've been playing a lot of video games, just hanging out with my friends, so um, it, it's why this is getting out a little bit late, because I was kind of scheduling uh, around when um, friends were going to be able to play, and there was a space uh, today that they weren't going to be able to play, so that's why I'm doing this podcast. What I want to talk about today is something that kind of struck me after an interaction I had this week. On Sunday, my youth group uh, completed our service project for uh, this month. Uh, we raised money to purchase material to make tie blankets for uh, the local pregnancy resource center. They give out the blankets as part of a parent education program. If the parents come and do their homework and and actually attend, they can earn um, uh, like in-store money that they can use at the store. And all the stuff that's in the store is... Um, is donated. So basically, they come and they they are able to get free stuff for things that they might need, like formula and things like that. Well, a really popular item is always these tie blankets, because many of the people that come to the Pregnancy Resource Center are usually from lower income families, and so they don't always have their heat turned up very high, you know, in order to save money. And so they really appreciate having these nice warm blankets that they can snuggle in and snuggle with their children. So what our youth group has done is we've raised money and we've made a bunch of these blankets over the years. Um, and this year we were able to make make six. So on Sunday we completed that project, got that all finished, and then on Monday I went and I delivered it to. Um, to this pregnancy resource center. Uh, Bella, Bella Medical Clinic is here in Oshkosh is where we went and delivered it. So um, when I went in there and delivered, um, over the years I've become, I've become pretty well acquainted with the people that are there. So I, I dropped them off and I got chatting with the, with the lady there and just kind of talking about um, how, how the, well, for lack of a better term, what the market is like. Um, she was saying that they haven't had as many people come in since the beginning of the year and, you know, talking about how that's, how that's kind of hard. You know, this is a, it's a completely nonprofit ministry. They completely run off of donations and, you know, they do this because they really believe in what they do and to not have people come and, you know, just kind of, you know, 
she she took a little bit of time to process some of the some of the fears and doubts and worries that were going on in their head. Um, and I was able to take that time to you know, kind of talk about ministry and how ministry has seasons and there's they can be difficult at times and sometimes it's um, even even when things aren't going well that that God is always working and and bringing the people that we need and we're not meant to minister to everyone but just the people that come to us and you know all 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 that kind of things just just taking some time to encourage just taking some time to encourage her and uh, she was really appreciate appreciative of of that and but when I got in the car and left I got to thinking about why that interaction why that interaction was was able to happen I was I I was doing some running around I had some things to do but the reason that I was able to stay there and and talk with her about this for a little bit was because I don't didn't have my schedule completely filled up. Um, I don't I don't schedule I don't have things scheduled so close together that I I can only spend so much time here and then I have to go over here and then I have to go over here. No, I'm I'm able to. Uh, my schedule is arranged in such a way that I can be flexible and spend the time where I need to. And just thinking about ministry and you know just interacting with people in general, it it kind of struck me how how important that can actually be. And I think that's something that that people there's many people that have kind of lost the art of this or lost the idea of this, that when we have everything, every single minute of our day, 100% completely scheduled, we lose the ability to have impromptu interactions with people. For me as a minister, if I, if I was so busy that I, every single minute of the day was planned, I would lose the ability to minister to anyone that I come in contact with, um, this this person that I was delivering blankets to, I I wasn't expecting to go and uh, talk with her and encourage her about what ministry is like, but yet that is exactly what happened, and that 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 interaction could only have happened if I was able to be flexible and didn't have some place pressing that I had to be at the very next day. Now, don't get me wrong, I'm not it is important to have things planned and there are times when we get really busy that we need to be able to go from one thing to the next. But I think the problem is being that busy all the time creates a situation where we aren't able to see the pain of people that's going on around us, be able to see what's happening in our close vicinity that we can stop, take the time to stop and help them. And I think, I think that's something that's really important, especially for not just as, not just for ministry, but for anyone in general. Um, But I know for me, for my ministry, it is important that I be able to, be flexible enough to go where I need to go kind of at the drop of a hat. I could get a I could get a call right in the middle of this something has happened to someone and I need to get up and go. I need to be able to be flexible with that. I need to be able to 
to take the time to minister to the people that God brings before me, which is actually what I was talking to this lady about, um, that you know, I'm not called to minister to every single person in the world, just the people that God brings to me, which is incredibly encouraging that I don't have to, I don't have the entire weight of the world on my shoulders. I just have to focus on the people that I have right now. And that, and that means being able to focus on the random people that I interact with during the day. There are many people that I see that are so busy that they don't have, they don't have the time to do anything spontaneous or impromptu. Um, it's, you know, we, we, a great example of this is schools. And we, we talk about how school schools tend to take up a lot of time of students, um, not just during the school day, but with after school activities. And if you've got students that are, are really talented and involved in things with both music and sports and plays and, you know, and church and, and everything, and family vacations and friends and all that stuff that takes up a lot of time. And so we, there's there's kind of a, a culture that's been made of needing to do something all the time. And students l- are beginning to learn really, really early, even earlier in their high school careers, about time management and making decisions about if you do this, you can't do that. But I think the thing that we tend not to teach is the importance of relaxation, the importance of being flexible, the importance of having impromptu interactions with people. And when we do that, we if we if we have everything completely scheduled, we lose out on God-given opportunities to interact with and minister to the people that we come into contact with. And I think I think that is something that we well, we as a culture should work on, but us as individuals should work on if it's something that I definitely have to work on. I I know when I get behind on things and I get that I get busy and have to go do a whole lot of running around. These kind of interactions suffer. And it's, you know what which one really suffers? The interaction with my wife. When I get super busy, the person that really notices my lack of interaction and relationship is my wife. That's the first place it happens. When I get busy and I have to be out um, every single night of the week, the person that I'm not with is my wife. So it is, in a way, this is a lesson in uh, having proper boundaries. Uh, it's a lesson in Sabbath of being of having a time to to get away and relax and not work and focus on God. Um, but in this area specifically, it's about having building a schedule and arranging the times in your day so that you your schedule doesn't force you to ignore people. Um, that because of how your schedule is, you aren't forced to ignore the value of the person that is in front of you or beside you because you are, you're so focused on where you need to go that that becomes your excuse. 
Um, if if we want to look at a biblical example, it would be the it'd be in the the parable of the good Samaritan with the the priest and the Levite. They were so concerned about their job and their duties that they could not take the time to help this man that was on the side of the road. I think many of us Christians, just many people in general, have that, have this, are the priest and the Levite, where they're so busy and so focused on what they're doing, they they are either forced to ignore or choose to ignore, or but either way, ignore people that are need that are around them that are on the side of the road saying, please just help me. And our response to them is, I'm sorry, I don't have time. Really? I, I saw, saw a thing that's saying, you know, really when we say we don't have time, what we're really saying is you aren't important. And I think it is about time that, especially as Christians, we really rearrange our time so that the people around us are important and really are more important than us. That, you know, if we have to be late for something or not accomplish something so that we can help and encourage someone that's around us, that is okay. And that is good. It is more important for us to help this person that is in need, that is in need of encouragement than it is for us to go on with whatever it is we have planned. What we have going on isn't as important as that person. And that's kind of the, that's, that's part of being humble is understanding that we aren't as important as we think we are. And then loving our neighbor that they are, we are to be concerned for their well-being and not ours. So this is, it was just a, it was kind of a, I don't know if it was really groundbreaking, but it was really taking a bunch of things and, you know, kind of lining up and showing like this, this is, this is why this is important. And really that, that interaction I had, that's what ministry is, is being open to having these kinds of interactions with people that you can take the time to encourage, encourage and talk with them when they are in their time of need. That's not always convenient, as my Jim, the senior pastor, says that all the time, especially at funerals. Funerals are never convenient, but they are great ministry opportunities, and it shows that we value and care for the people who are hurting. And it's not about our convenience, it's about taking care of those that are hurting. And I, I can't think of any better way to encapsulate what being a follower of Jesus is, is the the value of other people should be important to us. Well, that's all I've got for today. Um, I guess it's a little bit shorter, but that's okay. Some of mine have been kind of long lately. Um, I've always got things going on. Uh, if you want to learn more about them, go to jeremycoggins.com. Whenever my book gets published, whatever my book, it's not a book. Whenever my article, my essay gets published, um, I'll probably I'll have that right on there. Um, so you can get a link to it, maybe buy the book if you want to, that's, that's totally up to you. Um, but I'll let you know when that happens, otherwise everything else that I'm working on you can find at jeremycoggins.com. Thank you everyone for listening, and I'll talk to you again next week.